everyone, welcome back to Inside Gaming Daily for Tuesday. It's Christmas Eve. Ah, twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a razor, death adder, mouse. Wow. <laughs> Mon or kerchief and my and my oh, so Hephaestus fun. gaming headset oh, playing right. Halo, and, and Master Chief laid a finger aside his helmet, and Cortana mm. is under the... <laughs> welcome back to Inside Gaming for Tuesday, yeah! We already did that! Yeah, we did it! 2019 has been a great year for games and gamers everywhere, for the most part. Yeah, the industry is predicted to make over $152.1 billion this year. Jesus Christ, with the US... Oh, I shouldn't say his name. <laughs> this most holy of days. Yeah, no spoilers. <laughs> with the US market overtaking China as the biggest in the world. There are 2.5 billion gamers globally with an increase of 9.6. Nice. Year over year. What's nice backwards? I didn't say percent. But some not so hot games still snuck their way into the industry this year, and we're going to be going over them today. Of course, we don't want to on any of the developers who work so hard on these games, so it is worth saying and repeating to yourself in the mirror on a daily basis. Video oh. games are really hard to make. Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. <laughs> you wake up at <laughs> six in the morning, you're just... <laughs> <laughs> Corey Pollock is over your bed. I feel like a crappy game's easy to make, though. Not to be devil's advocate, but a buggy piece of it's easy to make. How dare you, you bring the devil into this day? <laughs> we also have no idea how to make video games. Nah. We're certainly not saying we could do a better job. Brian, you want to play devil's advocate? Do you, do you think you could do a better job making a game? No, I couldn't. All right, yeah, that's well. what I thought. So genuinely, no disrespect is intended to the teams involved, but you know what? Let's get into it. Number five, Dollhouse. First time hearing of it. Brian, tell us about Dollhouse. Are we just gonna pick on random indie games that have like two people who bought them? First up, Hentai Tentacle Simulator 19. <laughs> okay, Dollhouse. It's a PS4 exclusive that describes itself as a haunting horror game that draws you into the mysterious atmosphere of film noir. You play as a detective looking for secrets secrets of their past, and for a feature that sounds pretty cool on paper, honestly, you can focus to see through the eyes of your pursuer as you try to survive a game of hat, cat, and mouse. That's called warging. That was in Game of Thrones. Well, as Brian says, it's like the classic game of hat and mouse. It's a cool <laughs> premise. It even won best Cats. concept at the Level Up Expo in 2016. But then it landed at 41 on Metacritic. Oh, out of 100. Oh no, <laughs> that's even worse than I thought. Basically, the game focuses on eight random generated mazes, one per chapter. You need to run around those mazes to collect film stocks in order to progress. The film stocks themselves contain memories. Oh, sorry, it's a single quote. Memories that you have to extract at different specific locations and memories will lead you to puzzles. Then you have to find a door to a final room to actually finish the maze and move on to the next one, which is probably the same. Hmm, oh. okay, so a puzzle game. The issues come in with the fact that you're running around mazes trying to collect things while there's an ever-present bad guy chasing you. Sounds fun and tense, but is not. Does not sound fun for me. Like in real yeah, life. that actually sounds horrifying. I got lost I, in a maze when that. I was six. I got lost in a corn maze once and I just crashed through it like the f hole to get out of it. <laughs> yeah, you drop all your film grains if you die and you have to scramble through a randomly generated maze to find your body to get your stuff back, which obviously can take a long time. What do you do after that, Brian? Well, you get your stuff back, but then you still have to find the memory extractors. Then you still have to find the door to the end of the maze. But gotcha. wait, you're going to die in the process of all that happening too. So you just keep dropping stuff and coming back and having to find it again. Sounds awesome. That sounds... I'd rather just play Minecraft. <laughs> Minecraft? It'd be a tad better if they didn't just repeat assets and have every goddamn hallway look the same, but nope. Seriously, this game is literally running around a maze to find boring stuff over and over and over again and getting lost in the process because everything looks the same. The game. The only maze I want to run through is uh, a pew. 
to get communion. The only joke I can think of is I used to play this game that like came with Windows 94, I think, and it was this game where you were a mouse and you used to try to trap the cat away from you and then you would turn you into a block of cheese. Wait, it would turn the cat into a block of cheese? I don't know, I had scarlet fever when I was a child, so maybe this is the- <laughs> That's not a joke, that's just a sad story, Autumn. It was actually you just sitting down at a shoebox that had a picture of a mouse taped to the back of it. And Parents, like, are you enjoying your game, yeah. Autumn? <laughs> Vaccinate your children. The frame rate is also just so bad that sometimes it's unplayable, loading times are super long, and it's ugly as hell. And that's just number five. That's right, we've gotten through a game. Holy we gotta hurry up. <laughs> Number four is Contra Rogue Core on the Nintendo Switch. So this is an interesting one because it's a known IP. You've probably heard of Contra, but if not, it was basically the go-to running gun 2D shooter of the 80s and early 90s. My favorite years. Oh yeah, oh, love alive. love the 80s and the early 90s, not the late 90s. <laughs> Get out of here, <laughs> Frazier. So, how is something so popular and beloved so bad? As the only one who remembers Contra, let me talk about this. It's the worst Contra game ever made. It's got a 40 on Metacritic, so that's pretty unanimous that it's bad. So, thanks, Konami. First off, we're using this phrase again. It's ugly as hell. I feel really bad. I keep saying that, but you know what? <laughs> it's in the script. There are barely any shadows, no reflections on puddles, and a lot of repeated assets. It's just muddy looking. Also, everyone swears like a 12-year-old who has just yes. learned what a swear word is. Ooh, it's excessive and forced in a way that's just, I hate to say it for fear of sounding like a filthy millennial, but it's a uh, low-key cringe. Oh, oh God, boy. That's so cringe, bro. Bro, you just developed cringe. Oh no, you bro. Just you just posted cringe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they even use memes. Yay, we're diving into that cringe poll. You know, as soon as some Konami executive has learned what a meme is, it's well out of date. Haha, <laughs> old people suck. <laughs> oh, it's that boy, Snake. <laughs> <laughs> About that boy. One of the Contra guys just says that graphic design is his passion. Lay me playing Contra. The overall sound design is unresponsive and the level design involves a bunch of jarring stops and starts. That's right, both. And camera shifts and enemies appearing at random. There is almost nothing to actually follow. Yeah, that's also just not very Contra, right, Brian? It's like the opposite of that's so Raven. It's not very Contra. I mean, it's nice that they didn't directly rip off the games that came before it, but the biggest change they made is that you have to stop firing your gun. That is a real change from the old Contra because you could just shoot your gun forever. You wanted to like get your spreader and just go to work. But in this Contra, you have to stop and switch weapons when your gun overheats, which destroys the pacing. And the pacing is what made Contra good. Yeah, half the weapons aren't very fun to use anyway, not doing nearly enough damage against the often bullet spongy enemies. So all in all, bad return to Contra. Go play the old games and Instead, they absolutely still hold up. They were fun two-player games. I mean, there wasn't much to them. It was just like two beefy dudes shooting guns. I mean, it's hard to ruin that formula, but I guess they did. Brian's kids are gonna come downstairs tomorrow and it's gonna be like, what did we get? And they're just gonna open up six <laughs> copies of Contra. <laughs> Moving on to number three, Blades of Time on the Nintendo Switch. I heard the swish when you did that. This game originally came out back on the Xbox 360 and PS3, but playing it in 2019 is somehow wrong. Cringe. Yeah, they did post cringe because it came out <laughs> seven years ago, but it feels like a lot longer if you play the new port. The Switch pre-release does include all the added single player and co-op content as soon as you buy it. Plus there's a new MOBA style arena PVP mode for some reason. New content is cool, but it doesn't make the game any better. It always felt awkward. That time manipulation mechanic is really the only unique thing it offers. Since the controls are really 
totally unresponsive. You can't even depend on it to actually work most of the time. So that's kind of cringe. It is kind of cringe. You're right. Seriously, this game has absurd input lag. There are also loads of frame rate drops the second too many enemies are on screen and all makes actually pulling off a combo feel like it's up to chance based on how the game decides to perform in that given moment. Sometimes for no reason at random intervals, you can just not heal, which is pretty important. I hate in real life in those certain moments when I just can't heal. Definitely sucks. Those vaccinations would have helped. Okay, you're having it right. <laughs> God damn it, mom. And last but not least, what might be interesting about the story is also totally lost by bad performance and bad writing. Again, it's another game that has some cool ideas, but it hasn't aged well since its original release and is held back by major technical issues. Yeah, and we continue to trend lower on the Metacritic scales. This one got a 38. <laughs> Yikes. All right, let's get into number two, the PlayStation 4 and PC game Left Alive. Surprised you did not make a poop joke because I definitely felt the urge. Uh, on this, the night before our Messiah is delivered unto us. So how's this game described, Brian? It's described as a human story of survival from the perspective of three different protagonists during the devastating invasion set in war-torn Novoslava in 2127. Sounds cool, right guys? Well, it's also worth mentioning that while the meta score from critics is 37 for this one, the user score is a much higher 8.4. So that's better, guys. Okay. Oh, thank so you. we should play it? Not necessarily, because it reads to us like it might have been the same one person making multiple different accounts oh. to get that score up. The praises <laughs> are largely written the same way, and the accounts that left the 10 out of 10 scores have only reviewed this one game. I don't know, <laughs> but maybe they just get a big fan. They just have one guy in a bunker like, ah, 6.30, time to start reviewing. Kick him in the ass, wake up. <laughs> Review Left Alive! Okay, into the problems. Left Alive just really fails to commit to anything. It's a Metal Gear Solid style stealth action game and it actually has pretty great art direction and a solid score with like one or two tense moments. The rest of the design, I don't know, Autumn. Uh, it ain't so hot. The voice acting <laughs> is largely awful. The textures are hideous. Environments are really boring and character animations are like PS2 level bad. And weirdly, every time you kill an enemy guard, their weapons will just shoot up straight into the air. Bug or feature. <laughs> a stealth game. The stealth isn't very good, right, Brian? Sorry, I was eating a chip. So yeah, you can only really avoid enemies entirely by sneaking around them or use heavy melee weapons that will require multiple hits to kill them. Meaning, of course, you'd alert everyone around you. There are no cool stealth takedowns, which you'd think would be a staple of a stealth game. It also just has a lot of actual mandatory non-stealth action, which is really, really poorly designed. Weapons feel stiff and clunky, controls are unresponsive, and there's no feedback at all. Ammunition is really scarce, even though the enemies act like bullet sponges. The game basically forces you to use craftable items like molotovs and traps, but they also suck and again, ruin the whole stealth thing. Unless they don't know where you threw it from. <laughs> if I was in a, whoa. Oh, Brian, you got, you got a burp in the... No. Brian, Probably you're supposed to do yes and... Would be uh, pretty funny. I thought you were a comedian, but I guess we'll just move on. <laughs> in fairness, I'm just a local one. It's an Amazon special, not Netflix. <laughs> yeah, let's pump the brakes. At least the AI is really dumb, but that doesn't often work in your favor. Sometimes they'll manage to spot you from a mile away somehow. I don't know. Who knows how? There's also just not enough checkpoints. You can lose half an hour progress with stupid combat encounter with crappy AI. A couple of times you get to pilot a mech, though, so shout out to that. All right, guys. You stuck it out. We made it. Our next... 
number one worst game of 2019. It's called Eternity, The Last Unicorn. You've all heard of it. Welcome Absolutely. to hour three of this video. <laughs> it has a 36 on Metacritic with reviews complaining about bland design, boring combat, and more bugs than you can even imagine. I, I don't know if that's possible. I already forgot what it's called. Most of what you do is run around and solve generic puzzles while fighting through poorly written, not voice acted story beats, and often having to backtrack in the already very small world. Combat exists too, but it's as extensive as spam this button to win, even though wonky hit detection might slow you down a bit. If the frame rate drops, haven't already left you for dead. That or you'll get killed because your character just froze in place for some reason. Or the entire game decides to die during a boss fight. Yeah, it hard crashes too. The boss fights are annoying enough by themselves, largely because of the fixed camera, which will sometimes just completely remove oh you from God. view. It's hard to attack something when you can't even see yourself. Honestly, Brian, what's the best solution for this? You just gotta go old school, grind a hell of a lot in a game that already isn't fun. Ah, that reminds me of my childhood. It doesn't matter if you can't see if you're OP as hell. I've honestly never had to play a game where I've had to grind just to beat a really bad camera before. Nice one, Eternity. That's what it's called. Look, as with every game on this list, there was definite effort put into Eternity, The Last Unicorn, or ETLU. If you're looking for a new old school feeling RPG, you might enjoy it. Do you like bugs? I f***ing hate bugs. Okay. And I hate people who pretend to like bugs. All right. Nobody likes bugs, they're disgusting. But for the most part, these are games we unfortunately wouldn't recommend to many people. Still, we're glad you made them. Room for improvement, it's exciting, right guys? I guess, I mean, you probably shouldn't have released them. You probably should have just deleted them and started over, but whatever, you put something out, I hope y'all made some money. You know what, I've never made a game, so f me. Well, neither have I had. Uh I like when uh, the viewers have to have no context that this is the third video in a row that we've yeah, shot. <laughs> and like, they're just like, boy, something seems off about the gang. Well, <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Thank you for watching our picks for the worst games of 2019. Looking forward to 2020 and all the trash that will bring. Happy Christmas Eve. <laughs> Yay. Yay. My Christmas is getting to the end of this video. <laughs>